Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good afternoon. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Wednesday, October 7th, and these are the top stories the Chi-Chi team is watching right now. White House staff have reportedly been issued a hefty list of precautions to take when they come in contact with the COVID-infected president. But it's also not exactly clear what precautions the president is personally taking in order to ensure the safety of his administration. The New York Times reports that a staff memo titled Precautions and POTUS Interactions was sent around this week after President Trump left the hospital just three days into his COVID-19 treatment. People who go into the same space as the president, but not within six feet of him, have reportedly been instructed to wear a surgical mask and use hand sanitizer. Those who are in close contact with Trump have been told to wear, quote, yellow gowns, surgical mask, protective eyewear, and gloves. The memo did not say whether or not Trump would be wearing his own protective equipment to minimize the risk of spreading his infectious COVID droplets. Meanwhile, Larry Kudlow, the director of the National Economic Council, told NBC on Wednesday morning that President Trump has ignored self-isolation advice and showed up to the Oval Office on Tuesday. He said that the president took, quote, extra precautions, but he could not confirm whether or not the commander-in-chief wore a mask or did anything else to protect others. But Ben Williamson, the communications official, contradicted Kudlow's statement saying that Trump never made it to the Oval Office. He said that the president, quote, stay back in the residence and work from there while safety measures are being prepared for his return to the Oval Office. Considering the White House has been pretty laissez-faire about coronavirus testing and health guidelines, we're not exactly sure who to believe. As New York City officials prepared on Tuesday to roll back openings and COVID-19 hotspots, the president and chief operating officer of the city's Mount Sinai Hospital sent an email to staffers warning of bed shortages. The memo titled Current Bed Shortage and Surge Police Activation says, quote, we continue to experience very high occupancy of available inpatient beds and a large number of admitted patients in the emergency department. Please look at all possible options for discharging patients as soon as possible. Coronavirus cases have taken an uptick in what Mayor Bill de Blasio has described as nine zip codes between Brooklyn and Queens. Even in the event that possible bed shortages were unrelated to COVID-19, the dual threats of a second wave and the flu season could be dangerous for one of the city's major hospitals. But whichever areas of the city face opening rollbacks, one thing is clear throughout the five boroughs. Months of treating COVID-19 patients from the very beginning has perpetually exhausted many medical providers. One doctor from Mount Sinai described the feeling as more, quote, working around resilience, like a war. Hurricane season is rolling forward, but Hurricane Delta weakened to a Category 3 storm 
hours ahead of its expected landfall in Mexico on Wednesday morning. However, forecasters have warned that the storm could strengthen again as it approaches the U.S. Gulf Coast in the coming days. Delta is expected to bring 120 miles per hour winds and life-threatening surges to the region before shifting northward across the Gulf of Mexico on Friday. Governors in Alabama and Louisiana have already issued emergency declarations, with Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards warning that the storm is likely to be, quote, incredibly dangerous for people living in the southern part of the state. Scientists Emmanuel Charpentier and Jennifer Doudna have been awarded the 2020 Nobel Prize in Chemistry for their development of a revolutionary method of genome editing that could lead to a cure for inherited diseases. The Nobel Committee announced on Wednesday that the pair's set of, quote, genetic scissors has allowed scientists to alter the DNA of, quote, animals, plants, microorganisms with extremely high precision. Charpentier, who is French, works with the Max Planck Unit for the Science Pathogens in Berlin, while Doudna, an American, is with the University of California at Berkeley. We already know that billionaires have gotten paid during the pandemic, but a new study shows that an exclusive crew of the super-rich within the healthcare realm have used the global health crisis to exponentially boost their wealth. This group of billionaires saw their total wealth increase by a staggering 50.3%, basically more than $650 billion. Meanwhile, tech billionaires have been left in the dust. Well, relative to those in healthcare. And their worth has increased by just 42%. Granted, tech does account for a larger total amount of billionaires' wealth at $1.8 trillion. The report, released by Swiss bank UBS and accountancy firm PwC, does not list any specific individuals in the findings, but most appear to be Chinese. The study says that the healthcare billionaires' fortunes are being boosted at unprecedented speed, quote, by a new age of drug discovery and innovations in diagnostics and medical technology, as well as laterally COVID-19 treatments and equipment. That's all for today. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. 